You are listening to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. Thank you, Jamesy. Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend, Jason Bailey. Bump is uh, pretty good. Andy Wizard of Whiskey himself, Mr. Shanglock. But the reality is... They don't know, man! I've been looking forward to To The Top Talk. You know, I have that with myself every night. Look, for all you listen today, I'm not an idiot. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to Toot the Top Talk here with your break from the high resource file propaganda to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. Joining me now, Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend, Jason Bailey. Greetings and salutations, my brother. Um, good to be here. It's a long, fun weekend. Um, weekend full of golf and, uh, you know, going out and seeing people. And winning some games and losing some games and losing to the freaking gold team again in golf. I know we're going to get to that, but uh, yeah, good to be here. The Wizard of Whiskey is out this week with a raging case of syphilis, so we've had to pivot with a different uh, third guest tonight, joining us all the way from the Rocky Mountains himself, Roger Dickens. He pulled it off. Hey. Love it. Thanks, guys. What are you What are you sipping on tonight, Roger? I have the uh, Weller's Antique 107 uh, tonight. I have no idea what that means, but I know that Weller's is really fancy, and the rest of that stuff that you said made it sound even fancier. It's 107 proof. Oh, uh, the, the, the 107. Yeah. I know it's a red label, um, and somebody said Weller's is good. <laughs> so 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 you can't go with uh, you know Shane's like well it comes from this floor and oh, thing yeah. and came overseas and sloshed around in a barrel and mm-hmm. all that I I can't tell you the uh, barrel number that it came from and and uh, I I'm assuming Kentucky somewhere but I couldn't tell you the barrel or the field yeah no <laughs> well the beer's looking nice thank you so got it, got it got it trimmed up today after I got home. My uh, my wife did, thought I'd looked a little scraggly after the weekend. So we uh we had a big uh, the two top talk golf tournament this past weekend. It's a big charity event, but I want to before we get into all that and everything with Southern Miss athletics this week, want to touch on another charity event. So it's getting to be time for Laughs for Life 2022. Mm. It's going to be this July July 29th. At the Sanger Theater in Hattiesburg, that's on a Friday. That's the day after my birthday if you're keeping score at home. Uh, our, our headliner this year, she was here last year as uh, an opener, but Leanne Morgan absolutely murdered it. She's going to be yeah, back headlining Last for Late this year. Also, Keith Alberstadt, who's been here a few times. You may have seen him on Letterman. Uh, a really, really funny guy. Big Vandy fan. Big Vandy fan. And then the other special guest is someone I'm really excited about this guy. If you've watched Saturday Night Live this year, he is the he's kind of like the token impressions guy. He does the most accurate Trump and Biden that I've seen. James Austin John James Austin James Austin Johnson's going to be here in the Hub City. He's one of those guys that's going to be a big deal sooner rather than later. So super excited to snag him. If you're interested in coming out to that, Friday, May the 13th at 10 a.m. Set an alarm. Tickets are going on sale. We sold this show out. Last year in less than eight minutes. So I don't know how fast, fast tickets are going to go this year. There's only like a thousand of them. Friday, May 13th, 10 a.m. Last for Life 2022 will take place this July. So just wanted to give the listeners a heads up about that, giving you a 10 day head start on getting your, or closer to nine now since we're recording at night. But 
um, giving you a head start on getting those tickets. So as far as Southern Miss goes this past week, we had um, kind of the weekend that we've been expecting for some time, at least from a one-game standpoint. We, we knew a loss was going to come at some point. It's really the, – the run we were having was was really almost unprecedented. So um, the Gold Eagles did fall this weekend. Jason, why don't you bring us up to speed on what's going on with Southern Miss baseball? I will. Uh, first of all, you said May 13th the tickets go on sale? Yes, 10 a.m. Central. So time. May 12th is our anniversary. I'm wondering if you can get tickets. I wonder if I can get away with getting tickets like a day late for something that's not going to happen for another month or two. <laughs> yeah, it's not uh, like you don't know I, anybody. I don't, I don't know the. I don't know the. Uh, I don't know the the, the protocol there, but uh, anyway, um, yeah, man, the games. You know, anybody who's listened to the last probably two shows. Has known that. Well, I, mean, I think we're just being realistic about it. You know, you just can't win every damn game you play, like for the rest of time. Uh, it looked like we were, we were we were moving towards that for quite a while, but uh, we did finally hit a little bit of a skid. It's a good thing that our skid is two and two. You know, people act like the like the sky is falling, uh, and we're sitting there thirty four and 10, 17 and four, and two and two. So with with a three game lead over UTSA and uh, La Tech in the conference, so. I'm pretty sure everybody would have signed up for that if you just said at the beginning of the year, this is where we're going to be sitting with 11 games to go, right? Um, but yeah, the uh, the winning streak snapped. Uh, but, but you know, 16 of 18. If you want to look at it that way, we, just, we didn't go just two and two. We're 16 of our last 18. Um, still high rankings. Um, the worst of which I think is like a eighth in the country. Is that right? Is uh, six, six, 16th. 16th. Yeah. Holy smokes. I guess I just I guess I just uh I just I just looked past that one. Who the hell is that? Collegiate baseball. Is that the one? Is yeah, the that's that's the one. Yeah. Baseball America, yeah. right? So uh well we'll get to the rankings in a minute, but uh yeah. let's get started with what happened last week. Okay. So yeah, last week uh, we started off uh, with southeastern Louisiana last Tuesday. Um won that game nine to four. Uh, I watched this one on TV, nice park uh, there in Hammond. <clears throat> Several uh, buddies of mine went to the game. Marchant was in the house. Reagan was in the house. Um, good. The little place looks cool. Uh, announced attendance of 1,524. I think it only holds 2,000, so it was, it was neat. Um, Southern, Southern Miss held an early lead through three innings, uh, six to nothing. Southeast, Southeastern was in the fourth and the fifth, but Southern Miss answered with with five in uh, the sixth for a nine to four victory. Um, Danny Lynch got it started for Southern Miss in the second with a solo shot. Gabe Negro uh, back in back in that leadoff spot. Um, look, Peto, uh, Sergeant Lynch, and Faust all with two hits apiece. Uh, Rodrigo Montenegro actually goes three for five, continues to, to stay hot. Charlie Fisher with a double. Uh, good to see him getting back in the swing of things. Um, and actually had a double tonight um, during the game that we are watching right now. Charlie and uh, Sutter Miss with only five strikeouts offensively and 14 hits on the night. Always a good sign. Matt Adams credited with the win going three and two thirds, uh, giving up five hits, two earned runs and six strikeouts. Best Rhodes, Ramsey, Harper all got work in as well. Harper with his ninth save on the season. Uh, Southern Miss pitchers continued the ways of the WHIP 
with 12 strikeouts to only three walks. So it was nice to get the week started off on the right foot heading into Birmingham. We knew Birmingham, we knew that UAB uh, in the years past had kind of, you know, thwarted any kind of historical season that Southern Miss had going. A la that, that freezing cold game in Birmingham in 2011. Pretty much cost us a sugar bowl. Uh, so we, we were weary of them. We knew they could hit a little bit. Game one, lost this game 10-6. to six. Um, It had to happen sometime, right? Streak snapped. Um, both teams got 11 hits. Southern Miss uh, with three just uncharacteristic errors on the night. I don't know why. We looked a little lazy out there. We looked, uh, we looked a little, I don't know, a little spent maybe. And maybe they were just looking forward to trying to get that 469th win for Coach for uh, Coach Barry. I have no idea, but something wasn't right. Uh, we actually did have a two nothing lead uh, early, and had a four to three lead through five, had a five to four lead through six. But UAB with seven three more in the bottom of the eighth sealed it. Tanner Hall finally looked human. I mean, he did enough to win really, but his line normally looks a lot better than five innings pitched. Seven hits, four runs, three earned, uh, five Ks to one walk. A lot of guys got work. Stewart, Rogers, Rhodes, and Storm all pitched. Rogers actually the loss. Uh, offensively, um, Gabe stayed hot, going two for five. McGillis with a big night, three for four with a homer, his 11th on the season. Sarge went two for four with a homer as well, his 13th. Um, side note, Slade Wilkes was back in the lineup at DH, went over three with a walk, but it was good to see Slade back in there. So the streak's gone. Uh, how are you guys feeling at this point? No, I was kind of, you know, it's one of those things like you knew it was coming. I mean, UAB mm-hmm. is a, a solid team. You, you hate to lose, but that's just that's going to happen at some point. So I was kind of thinking, okay, you know, hopefully we can bounce back and at least take the series. Unfortunately, it didn't happen, but we were able to, you know, put one there out there in the end. I, I'm, you know, it's one of those things like you're, it's it's very tough in sports in general, but especially college baseball to be perfect, and um. You know, there's been several games this year where we've 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 toughed it out and, and pulled out the victory there in the end. So it's, you know, I wasn't too distraught. Uh, we're we're not we're not too far off from where we were really. Yeah, well, we uh, you know, Roger and I got done with the golf event uh, on Friday, and there's a bunch of us that took off up to Four Street Bar to uh, to check this thing out, <clears throat> and um, you know, didn't come out on top, but we had, we had a good time. Up there, ripping and roaring and cheering on the Golden Eagles, right, Roger? Yeah, it was a good time. I, I just on the uh, the anyone but uh, UAB bandwagon, uh, as we were probably <laughs> chanting for the whole time. Um, streaks come to an end, right? Especially in baseball, like y'all said. Just uh, good that it was on the road. It just sucked that it was UAB. Absolutely. Um, so on to game two, we lost this game three to two. Uh, only three hits in this one. <clears throat> Southern Miss have been pounding out, had double-digit hits in several games in a row. Only hit, only three hits in this one. Uh, had a two-nothing lead yet again. Uh, first game we had a two-nothing lead. This game we had a two-nothing lead. Seems like you're always listening to Scott Berry saying it's very important to get off to a good start. <clears throat> Which two games in a row we got off to a great start and couldn't hold it. So it's just kind of weird. Not indicative of how the rest of the season has gone at all. Uh, Riggins got the loss, but he looked good enough to win, uh, kind of like Tanner Hall did, uh, provided that he, he got just any kind of run support whatsoever. His line read six innings pitched, six hits, three runs, two Ks. He made two walks and six strikeouts. Harper threw the seventh 
eighth, both scoreless. Um, just the second time Southern Miss has lost consecutive games this entire season. Uh, Southern Miss had a chance right there at the end with two on, but Peto ended up flying out. Peto did have a, uh, two of the three hits on the day, so if there's a guy that you wanted up right there at the end, it was him. Um, but, again, uh, lost this one. And, you know, I wasn't feeling terrible about the first loss. I was kind of like Roger. I hated it that it was UAB. But I fully expected us to lose a baseball game at some point this year, and we did. And then after you lose this one 3-2, to two, you know, you're still saying, well, we're okay, right? Um, but, <laughs> but you know, we, we, we lost the series, and I think it had us all uh, inching towards the, the, uh, the edge of the bridge, right? Yeah, you know, and there and and two, you know, there's been some lineup changes with the, some of the injuries that we've had, you know. Right, Ewing's uh, out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ewing's out. Uh, you know, Peto is is back, but I mean, he's still playing, you know, slightly injured. Yeah, just dislocated. Yeah. Um, dislocated finger. And then um, uh, Slade, Slade Wilkes. Uh, right. you mm-hmm. know, he's he's out. So, um, it's been not in the lineup tonight. I don't believe. No. No, Charlie Fisher in the lineup tonight, uh, DH and right. Um, got him. It was good to see him get a double tonight. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he can get that thing going. Uh, so on to game three. Uh, we won this game nine to six. Yay! We did not lose. We did not get swept. <clears throat> um, and and it's nine to six. It seems like we 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 took care of it pretty easily. But we really just eased the door shut right there at the end instead of slamming it shut. We were up nine to three in the ninth, and then UAB scored three runs. Um, in this game, unlike the other two, we weren't up early. We were down one to nothing through three innings. Sutter Miss scored three in the fourth on an oppo blast from Sarge, his 14th on the season. Two batters later, Danny Lynch hit a missile for his fifth of the season. UAB pushed across a couple. Then McGillis with the bomb is 12th. Uh, Southern Miss batted around, scoring five in the seventh inning. Waldrop started and, and looked fine, uh, did enough. Six innings pitched, seven hits, three runs, two walks, six Ks. He was throwing hard. Um, Ramsey got hit a little bit, uh, but, but I thought, you know, the velo was there. Everything was there. It, you know, he's kind of played like the rest of our team played this weekend. Um, so Harper was needed. This is two nights in a row that Harper was needed to, to shut the door, but he came in and got the job done. Avoided the sweep. Got 40 is number 469th victory of all time. He's the all-time leader. And I, I know the fans were excited for him. I was excited for him. Uh, I know Jamie and we, we were texting back and forth. Everybody in the Discord group was all excited for him. And I can only imagine the players' feelings. Um, and good for them, man. And good for 40. Uh, good for Southern Miss avoiding the sweep. But 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 overall, I mean, the 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 day was was just capped off by getting number 469 for, for Scott Berry. Absolutely. Well-deserved. Um, and you, you think about the, some of the chatter over the years. I mean, there were people that, that wanted to see him fired. So it's, uh, he's, he's really done a really remarkable job with the program. I mean, we're, we're a consistent winner now and, um, you know, hopefully this season looking towards some, some heights we haven't reached in quite some time. Let me ask you this guys, this, <clears throat> We've all heard some rumblings here and there. If I were to put the over under at 600 wins at Southern Miss for Scott Berry, where are you going? I don't know. Yeah, I, I saw you post that. Um, 
and I, I was quick to to jump in with uh, uh, I, one. I think that's a great a great line. I, I was going to jump in with the over. Um, it seemed like everybody else was uh, giving to him just a, another season uh, or two at the most. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how I, I, how old is Scott Barry. I, I don't know. I, I, hmm. Forty. Let's see. I don't know. But, you know, it could also 60? be one. Of the, is he? No, Scott Barry's not 60 years old. He's 59. 59. 59 years old. Okay. Let's get, that, let's get the net time frame. I mean, you, sure. You're either going to go one or two ways. You're going to win, gram it up, right? And coach to your 100. Or um, or, or, or you're going to take one magical run and, 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 you know, just go hunting and fishing for the rest of your but life. Just look at it. If, if he was to win at the rate he's been winning, it, that's that's three seasons uh, potentially that right. he could hit he could hit that 600. So sure, uh, that's why I was going to jump in with the over. I, I with I'm with you. You know we're not the the next rice. Uh, and by no uh, means am I trying to shove 40 out the door. Yeah. <laughs> you know um, it, it's uh, there gets to be a time where you, you want to do some family stuff and and uh, and I, I mean I, I've just heard the rumblings like everybody else. I hope he coaches until he's 85 years old. Um, but uh, anyway I I, I I'm glad we got him. I know that. And uh, I'm glad we have everybody. Glad we have these players. Glad we got Oz. Uh, but but 40, 40 steers that ship. And um, is uh, we're, we're damn lucky to have him. I know that for sure. Now, when we started this recording, things were looking good in this game we're currently watching. And they've quickly gone sour very fast. Oh, my gosh. Here in the seventh inning, we had, uh, we had two on with uh, two outs. Tyler Stewart. Uh, Pegged a runner on the um, on a full count, loading the bases. They run in Drew Boyd, and then there was a first pitch was a double, clearing the bases. So South Alabama up four to three right now in the bottom of the seventh with runners on first and second, and it looks like they're about to make another pitching change. So with uh, it's a typical South Alabama game. That's great. You know, I'm sitting here and I'm kind of watching it, but I think every time that we had to, uh, I got a text message or whatever, it uh, reset itself. So I'm just now getting back to live action, and yeah, that's super disappointing. Awesome. Thanks for bringing it up. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. So as far <laughs> as far as the polls go this week, uh, the Eagles had their highest ranking in the National Collegiate Baseball Writers Association poll at five. D1 Baseball and the USA Today Coaches poll had the Golden Eagles at seven. Perfect game at eight. Baseball America at 13. And once again, uh, rounding out the uh, caboose there, collegiate baseball at 16. As of this recording, as of right now, the Golden Eagles sit at 32 and 8 on the season. I believe we are up to 11 in RPI as of right now. But again, that will go one way or the other, depending on how these next two innings go. So, um, yeah, we're at 12 right now. We're sitting at 12 right now in the RPI. So if we win, I think we'll move up to nine, perhaps eight, ninth or 10th, perhaps. If we lose, we'll probably drop down to 14, 15. So good times. This week, as far as the upcoming schedule for Southern Miss baseball, currently taking on South Alabama as of this recording. By the time you hear it, the game's going to be over one way or the other. But this Friday through Sunday, May the 6th, 7th, and 8th, the Golden Eagles host Old Dominion, the Monarchs Conference USA champions from last season. First game, 6 p.m. this Friday night at Pete Taylor Park. And then next week, the midweek game is actually on a Wednesday at home at Pete Taylor Park. The game is sold out. 
So you'll need to beg, borrow, steal, scalp to get into that game if you do not have tickets already. Golden Eagles hosting the Ole Miss, uh, excuse me, the Mississippi Oxford Rebels, May the 11th. That's a Wednesday at 6 p.m. All of these games on ESPN Plus, which is fan freaking tastic. So, had a big golf tournament this weekend. Raise some money. Why don't you guys tell us a we little did. bit about what all went on last week? We did definitely. We we raised some money for. I'm just gonna turn that phone off. Here, turn that phone off. <laughs> I'm watching the game. Um, yes. So we had our big our big golf tournament. Second year that we've done it. Um, it's called the To the Top Talk Tour, and we did it at Timberton Golf Course again. I know we had talked about it a little bit in the last couple of weeks, but we. We, we we had some good sponsors. Uh, Glory Bound, uh, Will Taylor at Glory Bound gave us gift cards that we could put on all of the the uh, close to the pins on the par threes. We had a ball signed by Big Wang Lang that we gave away along with a bottle of booze that Chad got from his store in Pensacola um, for the long drive, uh, uh, longest drive of the day on on uh, Friday, I think. Um, <clears throat> Coach Hall and all the superbacks and some coaches signed a ball that we auctioned off. Um, Marchant signed a jersey from his NFL Europe days with the Scottish Claymores, I think. Um, so, so that was cool. And he waited to sign it, right? With, with, with who won it? Um, I think, I think Chad won it. No, Roger won it. Chad Roger, won you it. won that, right? It turned into a gift to, uh, Roger's wife, Rachel. To Rachel. Okay, that's right. Cool, that's cool. right. That's right. That's right. So, so we got like pictures of Marshan signing it, um, and uh, and I don't know what you're gonna do with that, right? I guess you're gonna put that thing in a frame. It's a neat jersey. It's the biggest football jersey I've ever seen in my life. Like most of these football jerseys are skin tight, you know, and like when you see them, you have to get like a a, a bigger player's jersey to even fit me. Um, this thing was not that way. <laughs> It had it's to fit the neck like roll. Nightgown. You had to fit the neck roll. In it, it, it's it's long. Like, yeah. uh, you know, in, in a non-creepy way, I'm going to get Rachel to, to take a picture in this thing. And it will be <laughs> well, well below her knees. It will go halfway down her shin, uh, this this jersey. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's going to end up framed. Uh, uh, I've got a couple of other jerseys in, in, in the basement in a little, a little sports area there where uh, where that will make its way. So. It's actually going to look good. Looking forward to that. Very cool. So, you know, so Chad's team won last year. Uh, so the gold team won last year. Uh, I was captain of the bike team. Chad, the gold team. I fully, you know, after looking at the, the pairings and everything, I, I didn't even think it was going to be a contest. I thought that the black team was going wrong. The only thing that I was concerned about is we were going to win by too much. All right. Uh, so we got that very first day. Um, and I thought that my dad and his buddy uh, Gaines – was going to beat Dickens and Lazenby, but they came out all square. Uh, the team of Molds and Jeff Cook, um, they, they won us a point. Uh, Scott Singh and myself got hammered by Doug, uh, Bernard, and Hal Knight. Um, Skeen and Pace destroyed Lazenby. Uh, Rogers and Rogers beat Dickens and Brenton pretty bad. I don't know how, how that went, Rogers. It says seven and six here, gold. And anybody who knows golf knows that they were seven holes up with six holes to play. So that's, that's quite that, the ass whooping right there. Um, it was, it was a huge ass whooping. Uh, and just let me say, 
uh, you know, uh, it, it's not fair, right? Uh, you know, Pastor Rogers, right? Uh, former Baptist <laughs> preacher. So he's not drinking, you know, and he's uh, a marshal at a course there in has The guy plays golf. He's the club champion of that course, uh, if I remember correctly. Yeah, we didn't stand a chance. Uh, we realized that on the first <laughs> hole. Uh, this was going to be a long day. Right. Uh, and uh, so and one other point that team uh, Black got that day was from Carver and Royals. Uh, they went to work on Wesley Dickens and Jim Cole. Luckily, um, that got us another point. So at the end of day one, it was three and a half to two and a half um, gold. So we had to do some serious work that second day to even get back in it. Well, um, that didn't happen. <laughs> I shook up the lineup just a little bit. Um, I put my dad, my dad, and Stoop. I, I thought that they can compete with Rogers and Rogers, maybe a little bit better. They didn't. Uh, apparently, uh, David Rogers just went off yet again because my dad's a good player, right? Um, they beat my dad uh, and his partner five and four. Molds and Cook, steady as they come, probably the best team that I had. I put them, I considered the best team from the gold, Bernard and Knight. Uh, so Molden's Cook came out with a point. Uh, myself and Scott Singh went against Whitaker and Jim Cole this time. Uh, came away all square, getting a half point. Lowry and Royals beat Skeen and Pace. So that was a good on my point. T-Row must play good. Pilo. He's feeling real good about himself right about now. Um, but then Dickens and Lazenby beat Rockwell and Carver. And Wesley Dickens and Roper uh, beat Roger Dickens and Brenton. So you guys are a little closer that day. Looks like you got to be two and one. But, you know, a little bit better, a little bit closer match for you. I, I, yeah, I, I feel like I need to, you know, uh, defend myself a little bit here or the team, <laughs> really. You know, about the 13th hole. Uh, Maddie, uh, Britain, um, like jammed his, his arm. Like he took a hard swing and he just couldn't raise his arm above his shoulder. And I'm like, what is going on? Are you having a heart attack? Like he's like, no, it just hurts. And so he, he was pretty much done. So if, if, if I hit a bad shot, which occurs, uh, like we had to have him take a swing. Uh, and instead of just piping up and saying, Hey guys, I'm going to take two swings every shot because Maddie literally can't swing. Uh, we, we tried to fight through it and uh, it just wasn't going to work. And, uh, you know, after the round there, you know, Maddie, Maddie saw the good doctor there on the patio and, and confirmed that he had strained a, uh, some muscles in his forearm there. And it was a legit injury. Uh, so um, we, but it was tight. That was, that was a very good match until, until we had the injury. So uh, I feel like a full, healthy Dickens Britain team could have done better. Right. Well, and you know, at the end of the, not that I'm that, that I'm not competitive and don't want to win. At the end of the day, uh, to go full hop on you. Um, at the end of the day, it's about you know everybody coming, having a good time. At the end of this thing, going, you know what? That was great. Can't wait to do it again. And most importantly. Uh, raising money for the golf team because you know as you know and we have a bigger budget than some people do but our budget's still in you know up there in the sec land right so the further you get down the pecking order with goes from football to probably baseball and basketball all the way down to 
start getting into things like golf, then, you know, they don't have a whole lot of funding. So any money that they can get is better than it is better than nothing. Last year, we were able to raise $700, which was pretty good, right? That's $700 they didn't have. Uh, Eddie and Lucy were even ecstatic about that. This year, uh, the grand total comes to $2,060 total raise. So that's great. Uh, And and we only went up by four players. So the first year we had 20. This year we had 24. Um, Next year we're probably going to go to 28 or possibly 32. And uh, the way we do it, you know, you have to have an even number on this team and that team. Um, So a lot of people wanted to just, they're like, hey, man, I can play Friday. Well, that's no good. You got to be able to play both days. Yeah, um, it's you know it's it's a little tougher to run the tournament this way, but I like it. Um, I like kind of texting people back and forth during the day, saying you know where are you at, are you up, are you down, and and trying to figure out where these points are going to go. So it's cool. Um, you know, I got to thank. Uh, the, we mentioned the 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 super all. I mean, Martian got that thing. I expected the auction to go a little bit longer uh like we started them bidding off at like 50 bucks and like you know then 50 do i hear 60 and stuff like that well it got to 100 like right away and then somebody said 150 and then i think somebody said 200 and marchand goes 250 (laughs) (laughs) uh i was like dude you can say like 210 he goes 250 i said it (laughs) um so anyway uh that one went really quick and um and the same thing with 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 the Marchant signed jersey, uh, it, it was it was cool. I was glad that people were generous, um, even more generous after the fact. Um, Roger, uh, his boy Maddie, and the Kinneys all had an extra donation on top of that to to get to this number of two thousand and sixty dollars. So, um, you know, could not have done it without Chad Dickens. Uh, Chad, I, I think I got entirely too much credit for this thing. Chad Dickens in the part of this doesn't happen. Simply, you know, I, I was, I think I reeled him in on some ideas. <laughs> He's a dreamer, and um, and it's great. It's one of the things that I love most about him. He's the best. Uh, but make no mistake about it. If he's not involved, this thing doesn't happen. There's no money raised, and um, he deserves 100% of the credit, no doubt. Yeah, I, I like to your point. I, I like the uh, format. Um, you know, you're gonna. You're not going to have a 120 person tournament with this uh, this format, right, where uh, everybody comes out on one day and just uh, does a four man scramble and it takes seven hours. Uh, so I, I really do like the format. And uh, if it can keep going that way and uh, keep keep raising the the bar a little bit on the, the, the donations, I think that's the way to do it. That was a lot of fun. And sure. Matty and I both, even on our flights back, uh, we're like as exhausted as we were, we're like, well, that's going to be fun again next year. So already looking forward to it type of Good. thing. Um, I think y'all do a great job of hosting it. And uh, I agree with you. Chad, Chad's a dreamer. Uh, so uh, it's good that you are there to, to <laughs> ring him in a little bit. Um, and, you know, a shout out to the, to the golf teams, uh, both, both uh, the ladies mm. and the men for sending their guys out uh, for, you know, for the regular two of the holes, we won both hole or uh, let me think here. We won three of the four holes that uh, Team Black won three of the four holes that, that they played with us on. So uh, that was just fun. It was great that they, they spent that afternoon out there with us. Um, j- just great. And then later to see one of them out at the uh, at the old pub afterwards. Right. Sure. So, uh, 
uh, it was great. Good for them for, for uh, sending a couple of guys out to, to have fun with this. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't write that down to mention it, but 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 Eddie and Lucy, the golf coaches at Southern Miss, sent two uh, players each out to, uh, to, to play with us. And um, goodness gracious, I wish I could remember all their names right now. I know the girls were Icy and Lee, and then the guys were Kim and Bennett, I think. I'm pretty sure. That's right. So, so they were they were great. Uh, what we did is on the par threes, we had uh, each each Southern Miss golfer was designated either team black or team gold. So when we rolled up to the tee box on those particular holes, um, they participated with us. They played their own shot to the green, and then they played their own ball to the hole. But if they happened to make you know par or birdie and 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 their respective team, they were part of on that hole made worse then you got that so we benefited from that one time one of our girls made birdie and we only made par so that was fantastic um it was neat they had fun with it they had a little uh competition between them um eddie had an absolute blast he took a video of one of my swings it's probably the worst shot i hit the entire day and uh (laughs) tweeted it out i was like that's cool whatever (laughs) but but it, it, it was it was a ton of fun ton of fun for sure what was the what was the highlight of the of the weekend for you guys? Hmm. Oh, I know for Chad it was probably winning the whole damn thing. For me, I think it was just um, for, you know, look, this thing, <laughs> it's just not easy to get all these pieces in place. For me, it was when it finally started. I could quit planning. <laughs> yeah. uh, and 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 the ball was rolling, and everybody showed up, and and. Um, uh, I think, the, but the highlight was probably just hanging out with all the dudes, man. Everybody getting along and going out to the Fourth Street, and then going out to Keg the next night. And um, I think some guys hit up Glory Bound and um, and just had a good time. Yeah, I, for me it was uh, Marchant and his uh, very patient uh, wife uh, and the the fact that they. You know, they drove around the course all day on Friday, uh, taking pictures, taking videos, uh, and they, they hung out uh, all night on Friday, uh, not playing, right? Just simply there to participate, be a part of it, uh, take pictures and, and help us out. Uh, I thought it was very, that, that was that was great that they did that um, and uh, pretty cool kind of thumbing back through those pictures. So uh, thank, that was great that they came and did that for us. Right. And before we move on, I, I have to mention uh, a couple other guys, too. First of all, we, Roger just mentioned Martian that you see uh, that we put out. He took 100 percent of those. Um, so thank you so much for him doing that. Uh, Jason Baker showed up and Baker couldn't play this year because the softball team was playing. But Baker showed up on, on the first tee the first day announcing all the golfers. You know, typically you hear like, you know, on the tee from Hattiesburg, Mississippi, uh, Jason Bailey. Well, he took it. He took it a step further than that. I really reeled again. Uh, I've shared some of those videos. I'm probably going to keep them in house, but it was hilarious. It was nice to have, you know, a voice of the Southern, of the Southern Miss Golden Eagles on hand to do that. And I would kill myself if I didn't uh, also give a huge shout out to Jim Cole. Jim uh, provided like 90% of the swag bags. Uh, that we got uh, all the Southern Miss stuff. He did it last year too. Um, 
he acts like it's not a big deal, but he came over and dropped it off at my, at my house one day. And when I opened it up, I was just blown away at the stuff that he was giving us. So, uh, huge shout out to Jim Cole. And I know he had a blast, uh, plan as well. So it was awesome, man. Jamie, I wish you could have made it out. I know you had that farm to fork thing going on, um, which I'm looking forward to that highlight video come out as well. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's up. a great time. It's Is it up. already up? Yeah, it's already up. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it was farm to fork was a great time, man. Uh, it was a good time, you know, raised a lot of money for extra table, um, out at the, um, barn of Bridlewood. If I, if I, if I, if I could golf, I would, uh, I'm <laughs> a bit like I, you guys would be like, you know what? We just, we just, you know, <laughs> it's not happening. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I don't know if you've, <laughs> I think you have a little bit higher, uh, Higher expectations of, of what the golf actually looks like. Yeah, I, I, I do not. I do not <laughs> actually. But uh, it's it's and thank you guys for everybody who came out to the event. It's really really awesome. Really really awesome to to make you know an impact. You know and and, and see it grow every year. It's really really tremendous. So excited about all of that. Uh, let's talk a little bit about some other Southern Miss sports news. So in, in football news. Former Golden Eagle tight end Grayson Gunner signed an undrafted free agent deal with the Jacksonville Jaguars this Very weekend. Cool. So congratulations to uh, Gigi. Um, you know, didn't have any Golden Eagles drafted this year. Wasn't really expecting to, but uh, good to see, uh, you know, at least one sign an under, undrafted free agent deal. I'm sure that will continue to grow uh, as the Hall tenure moves along. Then also Brett McMurphy of the Action Sports Network released an article today uh, that the schools leaving Conference USA this summer, uh, Southern Miss, Marshall, and Old Dominion, negotiated a buyout with the league in the neighborhood of $1.75 million in addition to forfeiting one year of conference revenue, according to sources. So that's just the scuttlebutt out right now. Not really sure about uh, the specifics on that, but that is what is rumored at this point. So we're leaving what the buyout's going to be remains to be seen. We out. We out. Is, and you know that 1.75. That's that's that could also include um, a future non-con game, right? I mean, Louisville did it when Teddy Bridgewater came here. Um, so I, I mean, I don't I don't know. Like you said, we don't know the specifics at all. But the 1.75, I, I, I seriously doubt that's all. Just we pay them cash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's got, there's, I'm sure there's more to it, like you said. All right. Basketball news. Uh, so we had uh, another transfer was announced. Jerron Pierre heading to Wichita State, in addition to Tay Hardy heading to UTEP, Tyler Stevenson to UIC, that's Illinois, Chicago, Waylon Knapper to Longwood, Rashad Bolden to McNeese, uh, Javarzia Belton, which was earlier this season, heading to Coffeeville Community College. Isaiah Moore is in the portal. Says he's testing the water with the draft, so we'll see what happens there. Now, transfers in. We have uh, three guards coming in. The first one from Green Bay, a 6'6 guard named Donovan Ivory. Then we have a 6'5 guard from Ole Miss, Austin Crawley. And Neftali Alvarez, a 6'2 guard from Mercer. Also this week, we got a new commitment from Zachary High School in Louisiana, Brandon Hardy, a 6'3 shooting guard. So we we got through uh, the to the top talk tournament. Do you do you guys have any shout outs? 
tonight? Um, I, I've kind of given them all <laughs> already. I think you but, did. Uh, but, yeah, I'll, but I'll, I'll hit it time out the door. Um, Marshan Kenny, I mean, one of the greatest Golden Eagles of all time, uh, driving in from Lafayette with, with Angela and, and partaking in all this stuff that, that we do. And then, man, that dude loves it. Man, he, he, uh, it's, it's, it's refreshing to see somebody that was so good, um, you know, love it like we do, right? Um, so uh, give, give him a shout-out once more. Jim Cole, uh, couldn't have done it without him. Will Taylor and Timberton Golf Club. Um, it, it was it – was, it, it was everybody went above and beyond. Um, but one more shout-out to Chad because if I didn't gush over him enough earlier, uh, he did. <laughs> you know, he didn't even lift his call. So um, shout-out there. And, hell, shout-out to Roger and Maddie. You know, Roger came here from Denver, which is pretty cool. Maddie came here from freaking Seattle, which is, I mean, super duper far. So glad everybody had fun and just wanted to give them one final shout out. Awesome, awesome. Roger, not normally your thing. You have any shout outs? Anybody you want to give a shout out to this week? Yeah, J- Jason covered it. I- I'd like to give a shout out to him, man, Chad. Uh, you know, I know Jason's uh, passing a lot of that on to Chad, and um, but. It- Great tournament. That was a lot of fun. Um, it was great to meet meet uh, some of the guys that I hear about um, from Chad and um, actually put some faces with the names. Um, and a shout out to so Maddie as well. So Maddie had to fly from Seattle to Denver, go out of security to pick up his bags, go back through checking his bags because Southwest would not just check them all the way through. Uh, it, so, you know, two different connections, uh, long day of travel. Uh, for him. And like I said, we just, just uh, had a great time. I'm really looking forward to, uh, forward to next year. Um, and shout out to you guys. I, I love listening to uh, to your podcast uh, during during work. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll put it on and listen and really enjoy it. I'm glad I was able to uh, pull off the, uh, the, 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 the thump with the uh, bottle. So I hope, <laughs> Nailed I, it. Uh, hope I participated okay there. I oh, appreciate so you coming you on. Roger. Thank, yeah. Thanks for coming on. Enjoyed it. Uh, I got a few shout outs. So, um, Got to give a happy birthday shout out to baseball nan- manager Christian Nesser with Southern Miss Baseball. Today's his birthday. Right. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my good friend, listener Scott Bryant. Took me with him to the Pelicans playoff game Thursday night. Had an absolute blast. Um, <laughs> so really cool to see Scott again. At Farm to Fork Run, everybody at Extra Table had a great time. And this um, Cinco de Mayo. We have a, a very special birthday. Happy 70, 70th birthday to the twins, Joe Neville and Mary Jones. Mary's a former, former Dixie darling. They are going to celebrate this Saturday at the Pete. So congratulations to – or happy 70th, 70th birthday to Joe and Mary. All right. Well, it looks like right now we are sitting uh, – it looks like there's a – is that a base hit? That's a foul ball. That's a foul ball. Okay. South Alabama's got one on in the air. I was like, that's going off the wall, and he's going. Oh, so, so they're in the they're in the ninth. No, they're in the ninth. They're in the eighth. Yeah, we um about to go. If to this the was in the, the top. If this was in the top of the ninth, I'm not positive we could get off. It's it's top of the well. They just they just got three. They're uh, uh, between any. About to go to the top of the ninth right now. Okay, maybe it's a good time to get out of here. But Jamie, hey 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 hey, real quick, uh, Pelicans, huh? You've been on this bandwagon for quite a while. Uh, I think I'm inching my way there. I mean, Pelicans are, are – I mean, if Zion could ever get his ass on the court, they'd be like 
hell to deal with, right? Yeah, I think uh, I think that that time's coming. I think Z will be back. I think I think it was a situation where it was kind of a precaution. I mean, he's they're they're looking at a contract this summer, and um, mm-hmm. you know, I think he's he's going to be ready to go. But such a great energy around the team. Uh, a young team, a fun team to cheer for. Man, they got some fun players, and they love being around each other and playing around each other. And um, I was messing. We one of our head coaches was there. I was messaging with him, and um, I said, "Man, it's going to be so much fun to get this atmosphere back at the Rock." You know, it made me think too, because for for Pelicans playoff games, they um, they give everybody a red shirt, and I know Marshant Kenny's not going to like this, but that's okay. He's back in Louisiana. He's not going to do a damn thing. Uh, but back in 2003, I'm sure you guys remember this. Back in 2003, there was a survey that was done among fans, and um, they had a committee put together. I know Gary Grubbs was on the committee. My father was on the committee and came out with the whole Go Gold campaign, which was the, the gold that we wore at the time. And they launched the new logo, and when we played in the Houston Bowl, in 2002, Oklahoma State was like a sea of gold. I'm um, excuse me, a sea of orange. And we were like, mm-hmm. we need to do something like that. We need like a jersey for the fans. So I really wish it's just a different vibe when you have everybody all pulling in the same direction. And I know we've kind of gotten away from that the past few years, and we've done the wacky like gold one side, black one side, white the end zone. Yeah. We've done some. Yes. I, I bet I, I really wish we could get back to go gold because. It, it, it's it's a lot of fun when when you have that energy going. The the, the environment at Southern Miss football is about to be insane, uh, just like the Pelicans. So um, it, it got me thinking. I was like, you know, I, I hope we can get back to that at the Rock, get back to that yeah. atmosphere where everybody's just into it, going wild and, and having a good time. Yeah, you wear gold every game except for one game a year, blackout, right? Yeah, that's, that's why do we tinker with it? I don't, I don't know why. I, well, I think I don't you, get it either. We we've gone through several different marketing managers or uh, people that have been over that, and a lot of times people. And I'm not saying anything about, you know, um, Brad Smith or anything now. I mean, I think he's been on board with it, but we haven't. Everybody hasn't fully embraced it, um, like like we did back in the, you know, mid 2000s. You look at that. I've got that panorama on the wall from the. Louisiana Lafayette game in 2008, Fedora's first game. I mean, and it's it's just uh, it pops. So um, I know we've got a little lax on that lately, but hopefully we can get back to that. And, and, and get I'll tell you that, uh, yeah. And and I'll wear whatever the hell if we can just start winning some damn football games. <laughs> yeah, know? absolutely. Whatever you know, like I I'll, until then I'm just gonna keep wearing my gold. But you know, we're if we hell if we got on like a 15 game winning streak in football. They say blue. I'm wearing blue. Margie's already got the blue to the top talk shirt. Should be ready to go. Right. Oh, I ran into Margie at the farm before Corinne. So shout out to Margie too. Forgot about it. yeah, I ran into Margie. Did you run into her again? I backed up and ran into her again. She had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, appreciate uh, Roger, thanks for joining us again. Hope you guys mm-hmm. enjoyed it. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. Talk. I could play for Alabama, USC, or Notre Dame. You have lots of things to offer, but Southern Mississippi puts you all shame. I was born 
here in Hattiesburg, never ventured far away. When it comes to playing football, here in Eagle Heaven is where I'm gonna stay. I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, RLSU. You play a good game of football, but Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you. season is over and done. The fans here in Hattiesburg will be proud of what we've done. I could play for the Georgia Bulldogs, Florida State, or Tennessee. But I chose Southern Mississippi. And right here at home is where I'll always be. I could play for Alabama, USC, our Notre Dame, you have lots of things to offer, but Southern Mississippi puts you all to shame. I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, or LSU. You play a good game of football, but Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you. Call Katie Case Bailey with Dunbar Real Estate for all of your real estate needs. Katie Case Bailey, Realtor Extraordinaire. Something to show, something to list, something to sell. Call today at 601-408-9980. 